Okay, cool. Um, hey everyone, uh, happy happy Sunday. Uh, it's good to it's good to see all y'all here. You can see uh, the guys completely outnumber the gals today, but that's okay. That is that is okay. Um, so today we're going to be continuing um, our study for this uh, month of December. I believe Olivia spoke last uh, week. Uh, can anybody remember? I don't know if she mentioned it explicitly, but can anybody remember what the uh, theme uh, or what she spoke on in general? Commitment. Commitment. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, and so the, the theme for the for the month of December is commitment to Christ. Um, and so today uh, we're going to we're going to be looking at uh, commitment to Christ. Um, and to look at that, we're going to look at Christ. Uh, we're going to look at the supremacy um, or supremacy um, of Christ. Um, and so, uh, wait, I don't want this mask on. Hold up. Um, and so we're going we're gonna to start by looking at Jesus. Um, and so simple, simple, simple question. Uh, who is Jesus? God's son. Okay. Any, any other takers? Who is Jesus? Son of God. Son of God. Good, good, good. Um, and I want to ask a follow-up question is, you know, what does this mean um, and why does it matter? So we said Jesus is the Son of God. Um, just what does that mean <laughs> to you, maybe personally or in general, and, and why does that matter? Because that's what's going to be uh, what we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth today. But I'd love to hear anybody say, you know, what that means that Jesus is the Son of God and, like, why it matters. Any takers? Got no takers. Well, that's all right, because that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so <laughs> I'm hoping I'm going to ask this question again uh, when everything is said and done, and we'll hopefully uh, have a reason uh, for that. So we all know it's um, December, Christmas is around the corner, um, and Jesus is the reason for the season, as they say, because that rhymes. Um, and it's also true. Um, and Jesus is a lot of different things, and I think sometimes uh, when you know we we have these like quick responses to you know who's Jesus, like Son of God. Uh, we can sometimes like sit with that and like not, you know, it doesn't mean as much as it should to us. And sometimes um, it can we lose sight of how awesome and powerful Jesus is. And so the the hope for today is that uh, we will we will like be reminded um, why uh, Jesus is Jesus and and how awesome and powerful that is and what that means for our lives. So we're gonna start by watching a quick little video. Um, and I just kind of want you guys to just take in this video. Um, it's, a, it's a really nice video. Um, and I'm going to just uh, pick, pick your mind about it, um, about the things that you see. So just kind of enjoy it. Um, take it in. Um, and, and we'll talk a little bit about it. Come on. There we go. Can we hit some lights? Uh, can you hit the lights real quick? Okay, um, so what, what were some of the, how did you guys feel when watching that? Just like, just, just, just shout out different things that like, as you were watching that, things that came to mind. I need to travel. You need to travel, nice. Thoughts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were the things that were coming to mind? What were the things that you were seeing? All the environments had uh, the great details in them, yep. like with the plants or the uh, mountains. Mm. Good. Anyone else? Just thoughts and as you guys kind of like seeing all of these different um, things around the earth, 
Like, what are what are the things that are coming to mind? Um, peace and freedom. Yeah, peace and freedom. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very beautiful. Um, yeah, it's just like different parts around the world, nature, um, God's creation, and so uh, I think those are some of the thoughts that also came um, to my mind as I was um, seeing this. Um, and so what we're going to talk about a little bit um, today is going to be from uh, Colossians uh, chapter 1. Um, and so if you guys can flip your Bibles to Colossians. And so Colossians is going to be after the Corinthians, it's after Ephesians, after Philippians, um, right after Philippians you hit Colossians. Um, it's, it's before the Peters, so if you hit the Peters you've gone too far. Um, so y'all, y'all, y'all say... Y'all say something when you get there. Like, throw your hands up or something if you get there. Yeah, I got one hand. I see a hand. I see another hand. I see another hand. Alright, y'all at Colossians? Okay. Um, Awesome. So we're going to read Colossians chapter um, 1, uh, verses 15 um, through uh, 23. Um, So I'm just going to ask one person to read that. Um, nice and loud um, for us. So who would like to read Colossians uh, chapter 1, 15 through uh, 23 for us? Mm-hmm. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 through 23, the supremacy of the Son of God. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fulfillments dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God, and you were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Thank you. Um, thanks for reading that. Uh, so the the, the title of my, the, the section here, at least in my Bible, in the ESV, is the preeminence of Christ. I think in the NIV it says the supremacy um, of Christ. Uh, and I, got, I want you guys to, as I'm talking, to think to some of the things that you guys saw in that video. Um, the, the vast landscapes, the, the forests, um, the water, the depths of the water, the fish, and all the things that were teeming um, inside of them. Um, and and as I read this, I want you to like kind of kind of kind of think and to, to to think about that. So it says he um, Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. So before all of those things and all of those wonderful things that we just saw, he was before 
um, all of them. And such for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, rulers or authority, all things were created through him and for him. Um, and so as you guys saw, um, the, the expanse of the sea, the, the small fish and the massive whales, um, as you saw all of those beautiful creatures, um, those in the prairie, those lions, um, as you saw that uh, polar bear by itself on the ice, like all of those things, um, those were visible things that we saw, but they were created uh, for him and through him. And so as you guys are thinking about Jesus, I want you guys to, to really think about like how he reigns over all of those things. Because I think sometimes I, I limit the reign of God to like church, <laughs> right? Like God is, you know, Jesus is reigning over my church time. Like I come to church from, you know, 11 to 1 and that's when Jesus reigns. Um, but as you guys saw, like, you know, as you see those images and you, as you saw those visuals, I want you guys to remember that Jesus like reigns over all of those different things. Um, from the highest mountains of like, you know, Mount Everest down to like the bottom of the ocean, like Jesus like reigns all of those things and they're held under him. Um, and so, you know, one of the first things it says in 15 is that he is the um, image of the invisible God. Um, so <laughs> when I say he's the image of the uh, invisible God, like what comes to mind for y'all? Like what does that phrase mean to y'all? Or what do you think it means? <laughs> What was that? He's God on earth. He's God on earth. Okay, nice. Um, any any other thoughts? Like when we say Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Um, yeah, I think God on earth is very is a very good way to put it, right? So we haven't seen God uh, per se, like the the individual that is God, but we see um, we, we have seen him through Jesus. And so um, what, what we're saying here is that you know Jesus. Uh, doesn't just reflect God, right? His beauty doesn't just reflect God, that he is God, right? And so when you guys think of Jesus, um, I think it's, it's sometimes easy to limit him uh, to the physical Jesus, uh, right? Uh, forgetting that he is uh, himself like God, <laughs> which is, which is kind of mind-blowing because he is completely both. Um, can, can I have somebody um, read verse 16 for us nice and loud? Awesome. Thank you um, for that. Um, so when, when it says that, uh, you know, he created all things on earth, visible and invisible, like, okay, let's, uh, let's name some things that are visible, <laughs> right? What are, what are the visible things that, uh, you know, thing, uh, that uh, Jesus created? Air. Air. Human beings. Thoughts? Come on. What are, what are visible things? I think you saw a few of them. You can just name them from the video. But what are some visible things that we saw? Animals. Water. Water. Right? Uh, so the world as we see it uh, is the visible things that God created. Um, and so what are some of the invisible things uh, that God created? Air. Air is invisible. It's hard to see air sometimes. We feel it, but we don't always see it. Uh, what are some invisible things that God created? What was that? 
Gravity, yes, yes. When I drop this mic, it is gravity. Um, but yes, what are, what are some other invisible things um, that are there? Viruses. Viruses, yes. From, from the biggest mountains to the smallest viruses, those things are created by God, right? And so, um, and those things are also in the physical realm, right? We can, we can measure these things, we can observe them. Uh, but he also created things that we can't see that are in the spiritual realm, right? Um, he created angels, right? And, and all of those things that come with that and um, different authorities that are there. And so, um, we, you know, I think often we think God created these things, and he did. Uh, it's also important to remember that Jesus was there at the creation of these things, right? And so, Jesus is over... Um, he is over the things that we see and we can't see, um, and that includes the, the rulers, authorities, and dominions. And so um, an interesting thing is at the time of Colossians, when it was being written, um, Paul is writing this really specifically um, to, to a group of people who um, there were a lot of different things being said in the church um, where they were trying to reduce the deity of Jesus. Does anybody know what deity means? Yeah, God, right? They were trying to reduce the fact that Jesus is God. They were like, well, the world has bad things in it. If the world has bad things, then God couldn't have made the world because the world has bad things in it. And so they were like, Jesus isn't actually God because uh, you can't be human and God. And, but they were like, yeah, Jesus is a cool person, but he's not God. Um, and so what Paul was doing was, uh, you'll see this over and over in Colossians, he's trying to emphasize the deity of Jesus, like the fact that Jesus is God um, in human form. And so... As we, as we look at all the different things that he is over, we see that God created all of those things um, and that Jesus rules over every single one of them. Um, I think in my personal life, it's sometimes often really easy for me to either focus on the physical and ignore the spiritual things, right? And so whether that is like illness, whether that is something that happened, I will sometimes focus just on the physical, right? Um, and, and not tie that to some prayer as well. Or sometimes, um, and I think this sometimes happens a lot, in, in West African cultures where the spiritual will be overemphasized, right? Where um, everything is, is spiritual and nothing is physical, um, right? And, and um, what we're seeing here is that Jesus is Lord over the physical and the spiritual. So if we're only inviting them into one of them, it's like <laughs> there's, a whole, there's a whole, you know, thing going on in the other realm that we're not inviting the Lord into. And so one of the things I want you guys to remember um, from today is that Jesus is supreme over all of these things, and so we can invite him um, into all of these different uh, sectors. Um, and so next verse here is verse 17, um, uh, and it reads, And he is before all things, and in, um, and in him all things hold together. Um, and so I think uh, when we look at verse 17, we see Jesus not only as the, the great creator who made um, all of these things or whose, hands, whose hand was part of all of these things, um, he's also the great sustainer. <laughs> he holds these things together. He holds the molecules together, the chemical reactions that woke you up this morning. He holds all of these things together. Um, and so it's, it becomes a little, a little weird to think that we can um, sometimes go on without rem remembering the fact that Jesus is the one who holds all the things together. Um, because I think, you know, from day-to-day -day life, we can, like, wake up, go through our emotions, um, go through uh, the, just, just go through our day, <laughs> right, without thinking of the Lord. Um, and he'll still, you know, sustain us in the fact that we're alive, we're well, we didn't drop dead uh, by his grace. Um, but I think uh, we lose the fact that uh, God made us to know that we were created by him. 
um, and to know that he's the one who sustains us like fully. Um, but what do you guys think that that means? Like to be sustained like fully by the Lord, um, not just like in your physical self, but in other ways. What does what 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 does that look like or mean to be like fully sustained by the Lord? Any takers? You're gonna be a taker, <laughs> right? Um, in 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 your life, like, uh, what is what is one way that the Lord sustains you? Um, just to not want or need anything from uh, from anything other than Christ. Mm, it's good to not or want um, to not want or need anything outside. Of Christ is one way that he sustains us. Um, and so we just looked at how Jesus um, is God, that he is supreme over everything that is physical and spiritual and seen and unseen, um, from, from the biggest whale in the ocean uh, to a square inch that is right there. The Lord is supreme over that square inch um, of the floor. Um, and he's also the great sustainer who holds all of these things together, right? He holds every single thing together. Um, so that's Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, who are you? <laughs> uh, who, who, are, who, who, who are you? Who are you, Josh? Who are you, Akira? Um, I, I just called you Joshua because you look just like Joshua when I look at you. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, who are you? Um, can, can somebody just say who you are? You can just say your name if you want. Mara. You're Mara? Nice to meet you, Mara. Who are you? Yeah, sure. Kevin. Kevin? That's dope. All right, you're Kevin. All right. Um, <laughs> and so um, let's, let's look. Let's, let's continue um, to verse 21 to see um, another aspect of who we are um, and why all the things that we said about Jesus, him being supreme, him being um, ruler over all things pertains to us. Uh, so can somebody nice and loudly read um, 21 for us, verse 21. Um, okay. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. Mm. Nice. I'm going to reread that. Um, yeah, and so you were once alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds. Um, and so this, this describes the state of everybody in the world uh, before they know Jesus. They know the supreme God who is ruler over everything, who um, in him all things were created. Like this guy is just, he was, he was everything that you saw in that video and better because he rules over everything that you saw um, that is there, right? Um, and it says that we <laughs> were once alienated from him. Um, why? Why were we alienated from him? It, it says it in 21, if y'all just want to read the second half of, the, second half of that. Um, so why were we alienated um, from God? Yeah, what does is, what is that second half of 21 say, Isaac? You got it? You got it? Yeah, because of evil behavior. Um, right? Um, and, and that's a problem, <laughs> right? Um, because, because God demands holiness. So when we looked at who Jesus was, 
um, the invisible image of God. So Jesus being God, holy um, and perfect, um, uh, he also demands uh, holiness and perfection from us. Um, so Matthew, um, Matthew chapter 5, verse uh, 48 reads, um, be perfect. Uh, it says, be perfect as your heavenly Father um, is perfect. Um, and that's, 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 a, that's, a tough, that's a tough thing to do. Um, and additionally, um, uh, we see in Romans chapter 6, verses 23, that the wages of sin um, is death. And so this is, this is kind of a problem for us, right? Because God is holy. He tells us to be holy. And he says if you're not holy, the wages of that or the punishment for that is death. What type of death are we talking about here? Wait, wait. Do we, do we, we got we got some answers, questions, thoughts, concerns. Oh yeah, no. I, I'm yeah. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Okay, yeah, execution for sure. So like physical death, right? Is a is a result. Um, physical death is a result um, of this type of punishment for death, the wages for our sin. Uh, what other type of death is there? Yeah, spiritual death, right? What is spiritual death? Hmm? What is a spiritual death? What's that? To live in sin, right? So, yeah, to live in sin. That's part of spiritual death. Yeah, Belinda? Yeah, when the Holy Spirit is not in you or away from you, right? And so while we talked about how God, um, Jesus, right, is, is supreme over physical and spiritual things. And so um, to be physically dead would be to be separated from him in, like, your physical life. Um, and to be spiritually dead is to be separate from him spiritually, right? And so to not be in connection with God. Um, one of the things I really want you guys to remember um, from today is that, like, we as humans were created to know Jesus, right? And not um, to simply know that he is the son of God, but to know all of those things that were listed, that he is supreme, that he is wonderful, that he is great, that when we look at the oceans and the seas and um, the valleys, that he is supreme over all of these things. Um, And because to be human is to like, to be fully human, we were created to like know this thing. When we don't know it, we are spiritually dead. Um, uh, I think when when we, when we, um, what's it called? Yeah, and so when, when, we don't have, when we don't have this information or we're not living in it, we're spiritually dead. Um, and so we mentioned these two things here. Like, God demands us to be perfect, right? He demands, he has this demand that we can't meet. Um, and then he has this curse of death uh, that we can't bear, right? And so if, if there's this perfection we can't meet, um, and there's this death that we cannot bear, because that joint would just crush you. Like, it's just, like, you cannot pay it, right? It's like... It's like you open your bank account and it's like negative, like a trillion. <laughs> it's like you're not paying for that, right? And that's, the, that's essentially where we're at before the Lord. Uh, we are that negative a trillion. Uh, it cannot be paid. Um, so what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Um, what do we do here? Uh, and this is where Jesus um, steps in, right? He, he, he looks at God and he's like, hey, like there's this, you know, demand that these people can't meet, right? Because they're broken human beings of perfection. They can't meet that perfection. 
Um, and there's this curse that they can't bear, this wage they cannot pay, right? Like, they, they just can't pay it. Like, anything that they do to be try to be good it will just not amount to the holiness of God. And you need to be holy as he is holy, as we just read in Matthew. And so Jesus is like, I'll, I can take this, right? I can take this. Why? Because, one, Jesus is perfect, right? We just read that he is the image of the invisible God. God is perfect. He is holy. Jesus is like, I'm God, all right? That's one check, perfection, right? And the next one is like, is he able to bear the weight of our sin? Can he like pay for the punishment that we cannot endure ourselves? Um, And check, right? Uh, Because he is enough to pay for that. Um, So on the cross, uh, Christ bears all of our curses. um, And he also provides the perfection that we need to come before the Father. Um, And so here's an image. I want you guys to kind of think about this. Um, a little bit. I don't know if it'll help to close your eyes or just to, just to think, just focus here. I want to I wanna create an illustration for you of what is happening here, right? So you are on your knees before God um, because it is time to pay the price for your sin. Um, and the wages of sin is death. And so what is happening here is that your death sentence is coming um, and the Lord has chosen, similar to Sodom and Gomorrah, Uh, He has chosen to send flaming rocks to be your end. And so you can just think of meteorites coming from the heavens to end you. Um, That is your punishment for sin. Um, And so they're coming towards you. Um, But wait, just um, a few feet ahead of you is Jesus. um, And he is hanging on the cross. um, And his hands are there. His uh, crown of thorns is before you. um, And he is hanging on that cross. Um, And as you are sobbing because you know your end is coming, he looks to you and he says, it'll be okay. I love you. And so you close your eyes, ready to embrace the impact of of the punishment that you deserve. But instead, those rocks come and they strike the cross of Jesus. Um, They strike it um, and you feel the heat, you feel the ashes, but you are not touched And as you are bracing for impact, you know that these rocks have hit Jesus, and you know that he is dead, for no human can survive something like that. And so you sit there crying because if you know the sacrifice that was done for you, um, and you're just kind of holding your head in your hands because you know that this punishment that you completely deserve did not hit you. Um, And all of a sudden, you hear your name. You open your eyes, and you guys can open your eyes, and before you, Um, stands the man who took the wrath of God on your behalf, um, Jesus. He offers you his nail-pierced hands, um, and he just simply asks you to get up and to follow him. He is taking the punishment, and in doing so, you are clean. Um, And he just simply asks that you follow him. Well, uh, brothers and sisters, this is the gospel, (laughs) right? This is Uh, This is not completely um, a fake image that was created. This is what happened to each and every single one of you. Um, To each and every single one of you, um, there was a punishment that was coming um, that you cannot bear, um, and Jesus took that hit. Uh, You were set for execution. Um, Your head was in the gallows, and Jesus came, and he put his head in the gallows, and he took that execution for you. And so now your debt has been paid. Um, You are able to go before the Lord. And so let's read um, verses 22 and 23. And I'll read that for us. It says, He has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death 
in order to present you holy and blameless above reproach before him. If indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope um, of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, for which I, Paul, became a minister. And so this is your story. Um, this is the story of who Jesus is and what he has done for you. He took it on in his bodily flesh, the death that you deserved, uh, to present you holy, blameless, and perfect before God. The Lord sees you not in the brokenness that you have, but um, in, in the payment that was uh, done for you on the behalf of Jesus. The, when the Lord sees you, he sees Jesus and what he did for you. Um, and so if you believe this, if you continue in this, and if you press into this, uh, not shifting in that hope of the gospel that Paul talks about here, um, which has been proclaimed to all creation, to the birds of the sea, um, to, the, to the birds of the sea, yikes, to the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, um, to the lions and the prairies, this is the gospel that has been proclaimed um, to all. Um, and if you believe this, um, then, then that is your hope, um, that is your joy. That's the invitation that the Lord gives to you, that you would be able to gaze upon his face to see his splendor. Um, as Bishop talked about this morning, the reason that we worship is because of how good and how great he is, how magnificent and wonderful God is to enjoy his splendor, to look at creation and be like, dang, my God rules over this, um, and for that to bring you comfort, to, for it to bring you peace. Um, and he's inviting you <laughs> into that, every single one of you. Um, and so my ask today is that, um, that you would take that invitation, um, that you would take that invitation uh, that the Lord has offered each and every single one of you um, to, to come before him and to see him um, as he fully is. Um, but that is the message for today. Uh, that is the word of encouragement. Um, uh, I'm going to say a quick prayer. Um, yeah. I would love everybody to close their eyes um, for, for said prayer. Um, Lord, uh, we thank you that you are who you say you are. Um, Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are God who is supreme over all things, um, over, over the mountains, the seas, the valleys, the canyons, uh, everything that is visible and invisible, that you are God over all of those things. Um, we thank you, Lord, that, um, that, that you have taken the price that we cannot pay, um, the perfection that we could not um, amount to, that you have just simply given that to us. Um, and so in this time, Lord, um, I love everybody to just keep their eyes closed. But like if, if you know, if you've heard this message um, for the first time or like you've, you know, you've heard the gospel many times. Right. But like in, in hearing this, you're like, dang, like <laughs> what Jesus did is really dope. And I really needed that. And I, I kind of see this picture um, uh, in, in, in I would love for you um, to kind of to kind of take a step where where you um, take some time right now um, to, to, to confess that Jesus is like your Lord and your Savior, that he is, um, that he is everything for you. Um, and so I'll just leave a few seconds of time and for you to do that. Um, and so, yeah, if you haven't really done that before, I, and, and this message really resonated with you of what Jesus did for you on your behalf, um, please, please take some time to, to do that right now.
Yeah, and with continued all eyes closed, if that's something you prayed for the first time, um, with you know everybody's eyes closed, could you just open your eyes and look at me? Um, if this is the prayer that you have prayed for the for the very first time in in your life, um, and uh, I would just yeah, awesome. And so, uh, yeah, let me let me close now in prayer. Um, everybody can close their eyes now. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are gracious. Um, we thank you for this Sunday that you have blessed us with. Um, Lord, I pray that um, as we leave this service that we would not forget who you are, um, that, that you are Jesus, the Son of God, um, and, and that you are God, um, and that you are so much bigger than, than our minds can comprehend. But to know you um, is, is our peace and our joy, and you invite us into that. Um, so I just pray for each and every single person in here. I pray for those who have, um, you know, have have come to see you in that new way today, Lord, um, that you would continue to open their eyes, and for everybody here, that you would continue to open their eyes um, to see who you truly are. Um, and so I thank you for today. I thank you for everybody in here. And we just pray that we would continue to see you um, as the, the supreme and awesome person that you are. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Lit, 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 lit.